Let me guess, you signed up for every free lead magnet and binged on every marketing YouTube video and thought, what am I missing? Why isn't my business exploding like that? Well, I can tell you, you're not alone. Whether you're just getting started or have an established business, entrepreneurship can be really lonely. But it doesn't have to be. Overcoming your fear of launching or building your personal brand or figuring out how to scale, it shouldn't be holding you back. It should be empowering you. On this podcast, we're going to deep dive into the mechanics of what it takes to build your brand, make your mark, and stake your claim in the digital marketing space. I'll be chatting with people from all walks of life and stages in their careers. I will be getting inspiration from real experts who will share their actual strategies and techniques to grow loyal and raving followings and sell more stuff. This is entrepreneurship from people who are already there making it happen. My name is Jeff Mendelson. Join me and welcome to the One Big Tip Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip Podcast. And today I'm really excited to have with me Brendan Kumarasamy on the line. He is the founder of Master Talk, a YouTube channel that he started to help the world master the art of public speaking and communication. So he's got a lot of great public speaking tips and how to how to practice for your presentations and basically how to make yourself heard in this very noisy world. So Brendan, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on, Jeff. So Brendan, tell me a little bit about your coaching business. It's called Master Talk. You have a YouTube channel where you teach people how to make better presentations. How is your approach, you know, like different from, I don't know, the Tony Robbins and those kind of people in the world. You started to create a a niche on that channel for helping people get the word out. Tell me a little bit about yourself and what makes you amazing. Yeah. And I appreciate you saying that. So I think the way that I kind of approach the industry that's different than most is I, I flipped the script on it. So when I started Master Talk, I actually had no plans of making it a business. It was just a hobby that I was doing outside of my very lucrative corporate job. But what ended up happening was as I was making videos in my mother's basement, practically, the videos were getting better and better over time. The quality was getting better. And then a bunch of people just started asking me to coach them. So I think the biggest differentiating fact is just the generosity of the content. Most speech coaches don't share all of their information for free for people who just can't afford them. And that's what really drove me to start Master Talk and share the information out with the world. So that's really interesting because public speaking is one of those arts that really needs to be mastered, right? Even if you don't plan on getting up in front of a stage, in front of 4,000 people or whatever it is, even if you're going to talk to yourself looking at the camera, you know, you still have to be able to articulate yourself well. You still have to be able to think about the inflections of your voice. There's a lot going on in addition to you just spewing out the content. What is your one big tip on how to make a presentation go from good to great? Yeah, absolutely. So the way that I think about this is simple. The biggest mistake that we make as speakers, whether you're someone who's you know, sharing a cupcake recipe all the way to a Fortune 500 CEO, everyone makes that same fundamental mistake, which is they practice too many different presentations. If you think about a new skill like piano or sports like basketball, whenever we learn a new skill, Jeff, we're always focused on the fundamental elements. You know, if I have a piano and I play that one song a hundred times, well, I'm can show off to my friends and tell everybody that I know how to play piano. But we don't apply that logic to presentations. It's Wednesday, your boss, your client, your teacher tells you there's a presentation for Friday. You get it ready. You get the presentation done. 
you take the presentation and then you crumble it and move on to the next one. But we need to focus on this idea of creating a repeatable presentation where you solve a problem for somebody else and present it so many times that you become exceptional at presentations that way. I can think of a few people who excel doing that, right? I think the one that comes to mind right now, simply because I'm in the ClickFunnels world right now, is Russell Brunson. Not only does he give basically the same 10 to 15 presentations on ClickFunnels and sales funnels and, you know, and Dream 100 and all that neat stuff, but he does it on his podcast. Then he does it on his lives. He does it on his videos. Then he does it on stage. And then he does it at all these other places. And it's, it's usually the same materials over and over and over again. But what would you say would be the way to make that presentation? Because it's one thing to know your stuff. Right. It's one thing like, you know, I know sales funnels very well, or I know programming, or I know Microsoft Word really well, or I even know cooking really well. What skills do you need to know in order to make that presentation go from good to great? Absolutely. Let's break that down for your audience. It's actually a simple three step process. So the first step is by answering the following question because this repeatable presentation should be the most important presentation that you have in your toolbox. So the question is if it was your last presentation ever, and no one would remember your name, your titles, your accolades, or really anything that you say in that presentation, but one sentence. They'll only remember that one thing. What do you want the sentence to be? And from that one sentence, the second step of the process is figuring out how are you going to best defend it and what you're going to say so that people remember it. Then step three is now that you have all the content together and how you defend the key idea and what the key idea is, how many times are you presenting that over and over and over again until 90% or 80% of the room goes, you're speaking directly to me. So if I use myself as an example, my topic and my key idea is I believe that public speaking and leadership is taught in the same way. And my goal in life is to prove that. So what I do, I talk about my own vulnerabilities as a speaker. I was terrible at speaking my whole life, presented in languages I didn't even know. And number three, I reiterated and practiced that keynote 300 times, not three times, not 30 times, but hundreds of times so that I would be perfect. So you're taking that same story. Do you ever swap out some of the details or, or like try to make the details work for one room versus another? Like how does that preparation part work for you? Even though you're dealing with the same core ideas, you are still doing some degree of customization. Is that correct? Right. But the truth of the matter is customization at the very maximum within the same keynote is probably 10%. So I've given that keynote to anybody you can think of, hotel executives, airplane executives, like people in aerospace, people in aviation, down to 10-year-old children, right? So the way that I customize it isn't necessarily in the content that I'm teaching for the most part, but rather the examples and analogies that I use in stories that relate to that specific group. So let's say I talk to hotel executives. I talk about the importance of communication when thinking about providing a guest experience that's exceptional. So it speaks to them. But when I'm speaking to 10-year-old Rebecca, I'm more so framing public speaking as a fun, inspirational thing that we can do to scale our ideas and share what matters to us. You know, that's interesting. I try to get my kids to think about public speaking as an art and a skill. And 
Yeah, they don't quite believe me on it. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Uh, you know, they don't put a lot of credence into it yet. I mean, they do their presentations, you know, in school. You see them do some kind of preparation around it. But I think that in order to make it a great presentation, a memorable presentation, which is really what we're going for here, you really need to somehow kick that up a notch. Now, how does that translate for people that want to do this online, right? I'll give you an example. My original idea for this podcast was for it to be videoed. Bought all the gear. You know, basically I have all the toys in order to do it. But as soon as I turned on that video camera, I couldn't get two sentences out edgewise. And it was one time I was trying to record myself. I was in a WeWork conference room and I had it all set up on a tripod. And then I got this uh, sales call, you know, on my phone, right? And that actually was the most interesting part of the recording that I did, right? I couldn't, I couldn't speak into the camera. I couldn't figure out like how to make eye contact with this little round thing that wasn't engaging with me at all. Right. And at the end of the day, I was just like, no, I, you know, sorry, I can't, I can't do it. That's how I decided to turn this more into a, into an interview type podcast instead of me going all Joe Rogan talking about myself type thing. Right. What tips would you give for somebody that needs to build up that confidence in order to be able to speak, whether it's just to one person or just the camera or even getting out in front of 10, 100,000 people at that point? Absolutely. So I don't like to give the, you know, the normal, oh, you know, if you drink a glass of water every day, you'll just be more confident. Like that doesn't make any sense, right? So I think the idea is confidence stems from two key areas. One is preparation. And second, that is way more important is a belief system. So preparation is simple. So for those on the podcast listening, I started Mass Truck when I was 22. I'm 24 now and I coach CEOs for a living, right? So why do I have the confidence to do that? That makes absolutely no sense in conventional societal norms. But if we look at the first part of confidence, preparation, sure, I'm young, but I've presented over 700 times at this as of this recording. So because of that, I have that preparation and the skill that I'm doing. So it gives me the confidence to execute anyways. Number two, that is much more important for those who are listening, is a belief system in whatever it is that you believe in. When I started Master Talk on camera, I was terrible. When I started giving speeches at the beginning, I was terrible. Why? Because I was afraid and I was insecure about the people who are much older than me and way more experienced than me. So how did I get over that fear of presenting alone in my basement on a video like you had mentioned in the WeWork conference? The answer is a lot simpler than you think. I believed and had a point of view on how the world should be. So when I started presenting on camera, Jeff, I had two options. The first option was, you know, not do it and just go back to my regular one-on-one -on -one coaching and just leave it there. Or number two, create a world where every single person who wants to learn public speaking information can do so free because nobody else was doing it. So it was my chance to democratize all of that information for the world. So my answer was, do I do it or not? Or the question, and I chose to do it. That's an amazing statement because basically what you did is that you created your own racetrack almost, right? You created your own world where you can present and you would be the center of it. And it's also your way of giving back, you know, of giving back to, you know, the education system and the people that, and the people that influenced you and to also make a mark, right? Which I think is probably the most important part is, you know, we all want to make some kind of mark in, you know, in the world that we're living in today. So. Kudos to you for that. 
Brendan, do me a favor. Can you please tell everyone how they can learn more about what you do at Master Talk and how they can reach out to you directly if they'd like to learn more? Yeah, absolutely. And I always say on these shows that I'm not famous or anything. So feel free to message me on Instagram. I'm at Master Your Talk. I know this is more business related. So feel free to just connect with me on LinkedIn as well. If you want to check out my YouTube videos and learn all the free tips that I share with folks out there, it's Master Talk in one word. Brendan, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been really enlightening and I appreciate you bringing the value to the audience today. Of course. Thanks for having me.